Massive protests break out all across communist China in opposition to the government's zero COVID policies. Whereas in the U.S. and Israel, COVID deaths are now higher among the vaccinated than the unvaccinated. And finally, Joe Biden declares that the mere legal possession of a semiotic weapon now constitutes the new deplorable. All these topics and more on the next episode of The Good Fight. I am your host, that Mark Thielman. Please stay with us. Well, hello and welcome to yet another exciting episode of The Good Fight. I am telling you folks, I had a lot of trouble weeding through the last crazy Thanksgiving news. So much going on, both locally here in Oregon, across this great country of the United States, and worldwide as crazy continues to be the new normal. It is official. Go to inthegoodfight.org and you too can check out our merch and order a protective and soothing Wokebane coffee mug, among other merchandise, such as my favorite, the Common Sense Radical t-shirt. It cannot come at a better time. Why? I mean, after all, the world has gone completely mad. Now, first and foremost is the massive protests that have erupted over the weekend in China. We're talking about millions of people taking to the streets, standing up, to communist government officials and saying they've had enough of zero COVID, they've had enough of lockdowns, and what really got the protests massively ginned up was the fact that people were calling for the fire department, and due to the zero COVID policies, the fire department did not respond for fear that they might get COVID. I know what you're thinking. On the surface, This doesn't make sense, but you have to think like the communist Chinese. You see, in China, the Chinese are Chinese. And I believe that was in a Pink Panther movie. What a great line. The Chinese are Chinese. And see, only the Chinese understand having a zero COVID policy. Government says, fire department, you can't respond to save people's lives unless it's absolutely necessary. Now in a country of, you know, nearly 2 billion people, what would constitute a significant emergency that would cause the firemen in their little red and green vehicles to jump on those vehicles based on a call from desperate people who are slowly being consumed by a large high-rise building fire? Well, in this case, people were literally screaming in the emergency call to the fire department begging for help However, they were trying to protect the firefighters from any kind of outbreak of COVID. Now, this kind of policy only makes sense in a totalitarian regime in which individual human life is of less consequence than compliance with the orders from the great leader, Xi Jinping. I don't know about you, but China's got yet another black eye. And what's strange is, you think that the COVID that they created in a lab that leaked out and caused the biggest pandemic in over 100 years, killing well over 8 million, soon to be 10 million people worldwide, you think that would be a black eye enough good fight? Now, here's what's scary. You know, 
It, it's been a good 40 years since the last time mostly young people went out in the streets and stood in front of tanks in Tiananmen Square and tried to stand up for freedom, for their individual liberty. The young people are saying, we're not going to take it. And they're taking to the streets. In my opinion, the death of those 10 poor people who were merely calling for help for the government not to respond is beyond criminal. It shows you that in communist China, the collective is what matters. Compliance is what matters. And hey, what's, what's 10 people? What, what value do 10 people have? Well, we're going to find out. Because with the power of the internet and cell phones, people were able to call out. I mean, it, it is on par with the bodies being hurled out of the Twin Towers before they collapsed. It was horrible. And remember, that motivated the entire nation of the United States to go over and chase Osama bin Laden into Pakistan and eventually affect his demise. God bless America. Now, I have a feeling that this horrible tragedy, that the suffering of these 10 people needlessly, for them to call out and have a policy that said to the fire department, stand down for fear you might spread COVID. I mean, this is insane. However, as bad as this is, and these protests are massive and they seem to be gaining steam, now the stock market is responding with more potential disruptions to the supply chain, not just from the zero COVID policies, but from the protests themselves. Now, I think that this has potential for a transformative kind of Republican style, shall we say, Paul Revere moment in China, in which people are finally out saying, you know what, death and prison might be preferable to the death and prison that's being foisted upon us by this zero COVID policies and this callous totalitarian government. So I'm here to say it can only end one of two ways, either through transformation, kind of like we saw in the Soviet Union in the late 80s and early 90s, or there is going to be widespread government crackdown on a scale probably not seen. We are at a crossroads and don't worry, where's the U.S.? We are being led by none other than Joe Biden himself. I know we're all sleeping easier tonight. Please send me an email. Send it to info at inthegoodfight.org and let me know how you feel about this. But I think we could sum up the entire Biden administration with a attempt to, quote, make morons great again. Joe Biden just today said the mere possession of automatic weapons facing some holiday mass shootings, if you will. Joe Biden, once again, in his great moronic stupor, decides to bypass the actual issue, which is stress in America, inflation. We're talking mental illness, post-COVID stress, the massive increase in the death rate, I don't know, correlating maybe to COVID shots, which we will cover here in a minute, but even more so, the mental health crisis that COVID has exacerbated. Most people who walk into a room and either shoot up their coworkers or shoot their family, I've never known one to be diagnosed as mentally stable. You are a deplorable person. If you lawfully own and responsibly use a semiotic weapon, and he went on to say, and I quote, there is no logical reason or justification for the possession of such weapons outside of war. Good job, Joe. You qualified that, huh? Among the citizenry. And then he repeated that. Now, good fight. This is why we need to proliferate. 
the numbers of woke vein mugs. We, we need to like drive down the road and set them on the side of the road at a stop sign and hope maybe some woke person walks by and picks them up. And this is why. Listen to Joe Biden's statement. Let me break it down for you. There is no logical reason or justification for the possession of such weapons. He then provides a logical reason for the possession of such weapons when he says outside of war. Hmm. I don't know what kind of war could citizens owning such weapons, shall we say, justify their possession of them. I don't know. How about the American Revolution? You know, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking our president has lost his ever-loving mind. I'll be the first to say it. I can't hold back anymore. Look, this is a truth show. And if I've offended anyone listening, well, by gum, send me an email. That's info at inthegoodfight.org. As Thomas Jefferson said, every now and then, the citizens need to stand up against a government that is always tipping towards tyranny. I mean, the founders understood that. That's why they created checks and balances. You see, Biden thinks checks is printing as much money as he wants, and balances are always things that are in the negative. That's what Biden thinks checks and balances are. But we know that the Constitution was set up differently to create checks and balances so that no one branch of the government could get ahead of all the others and invoke a Xi Jinping Chinese communist style tyranny on the great masses of the citizenry. Now, Joe, let me help you out here because this is important, good fight. We must break this down. He said among the citizenry. Now, I don't know. I, let's, let's just take the war argument out. I mean, what would it be a reason for having a semi-automatic weapon in every American home? Oh, I don't know. How about as a check against tyranny? Tyranny that the Biden administration is trying to inflict on people. And it's trying to do so by forcibly disarming them. If someone says, actually, I think a semi-automatic military-style weapon might be a good thing for our Republican democracy. Apparently, free and open debate. I guess that's all been canceled by the woke-crazed Biden make morons great again administration. Now, Joe Biden is not the brightest lamp on the line. I mean, he turned 80 and said that he doesn't feel a day over 50 after saying, when he turned 70, that he didn't feel a day over 50. And what's really weird is he then looked at the camera and said, come on, man, am I slowing down? And the answer, Joe, is, yeah, you are slowing down, and no, you're not able to keep up. Why? Because you said stupid things like there's no logical reason or justification for the possession of such weapons, while then giving people a logical and justified reason for owning them, a.k.a. outside of war or revolution or as a check on tyranny. And uh, remember, Joe Biden has a different definition of checks and balances. So, but let's talk about checks and balances. Let's look at the fact that now that we are bivalent COVID vaccine on round six of boosters, and in the United States, only 11% of people access the bivalent booster, and that also includes around 11% of people are taking the flu shot. And the CDC is pulling its hair out. Matter of fact, they literally were saying, people aren't listening to us. Well, I don't know about you, good fight, but the CDC has literally been wrong about everything. And as I have said multiple times on this show, 
Truth is a painful medicine. So I'm a biologist. I'm a scientist. I chose not to get vaccinated early on once I read the studies on the vaccine. Started with AstraZeneca, then I moved into Pfizer, and then, of course, I moved into the Johnson & Johnson. And I, I went from, hey, this vaccine could be a good thing, to I ain't getting it. So you see, the United States and Israel, along with some in Europe, but actually Europe kind of backed off on the boosters, so they've fallen behind. But in the United States and Israel, where they continue to push the booster and provide financial incentives to places like Walmart Pharmacy so they can continue to poison Americans while under the guise of trying to help them. If you have a COVID vaccine, so you get your two doses, and you've gotten more than one booster, so two or more boosters, of that population, you are now more likely to be hospitalized if you come down with these new strains of COVID. And on, at a ratio of 58 to 42%, 58% more likely to die of COVID in the hospital. And you got to get your sixth booster, even though the CDC itself is the one who put forth this latest round of data, which verifies and proves unequivocally that the more boosters you get, the more likely you are to get sick, be hospitalized, and or die of COVID. The world is in dire straits. Now, what happened since the G20 summit when Joe Biden went over? And by the way, China gave the United States four demands and Joe Biden agreed to all of them. And what did the United States get in exchange? Well, I'll tell you what we got, good fight, because I know you're thinking it. And I don't blame you. I'm thinking it right now. This is what we got. We got China being open to considering greater participation in the fight against climate change. Dude, you're, you're not just slowed down, Joe. You're literally going backwards in time. I'm telling you, how we ended up electing this guy from his basement. If I wasn't an election denier, I think I'm gonna be after this Thanksgiving holiday weekend and all the Biden gaffes that rolled out. I mean, Real lives are at stake here, good fight. And we must, we must steal our minds. And we must look forward to Christmas. And we must access any opportunity to bring common sense and reason and intellectual sanity to our loved ones and family members who have been indoctrinated by woke idiocy. And as you know, there's only one real treatment. Well, maybe two. There's some common sense radical t-shirts and some other merch, not to mention the amazing transformative power that comes, well, it's a woke bean coffee mug. So once again, encourage you to go to inthegoodfight.org, go to the merch page and order up those woke bean coffee mugs and support this show. By God, it's important. Now, as if Joe Biden had all the fun. Nope, nope. You see, there's another state in the union and that is Oregon. Yes, and it turns out, good fight, that we had a former Republican gubernatorial candidate. Her name is Carrie McQuiston, who kind of rose into prominence as the mayor of Baker City in Baker County, Oregon. And she ended up on the national news because she created a basic COVID sanctuary, if you will, saying that people can make their own decisions regarding COVID. Now, what was strange is, she was able to administer that in city stuff, but not in the schools. Way to go, Carrie. 
Now, Carrie McQuiston, ironically, got fewer votes in her own home county, fewer votes than yours truly. That's Mark with a C. C stands for conservative. Mark Thielman. How unpopular is Carrie McQuiston? And by the way, her mother, Susan Ellis Jones. Well, as the biannual board elections came up in the Baker County Republican meeting, it was packed. And Carrie McQuiston's mom was actually the chair, if you will, of the board of the Republicans in Baker. So she brought in all the big guns, a guy named Solomon Yu and some other people whose names we cannot mention. And they tried to obfuscate with the meeting to preserve their weakening power only to all get voted out. Not just, what, 98% got voted out? Nope. Here, good fight. I'm here to tell you that the Patriots are taking over, at least in Baker County and Hood River, and Clackamas, and Douglas, and Lane, and Lynn, and I may go on and on, because Oregon is slowly being taken over in terms of the Republican Party by good, freedom-loving patriots, most of whom listen to this podcast and are a member of our own family. Yes, the Good Fight family. What did Carrie McQuiston do, you ask? In her boiling, seething anger, for her mother and all her mother's friends being voted out completely from all leadership in the Baker County Republican Party, she decided to block the doorway. And she ended up blocking a woman who recently had hip surgery, who is elderly in her late 70s. And the poor woman in the walker kindly asked Miss McQuiston, could you please move while I go in to see my husband? And uh, she and Miss McQuiston said, go around! To where the woman then said, well, okay, and she went to go around, but the walker kind of bumped into McQuiston, who then assaulted the elderly woman. So much so that the woman's husband had to jump in to help protect his wife, who was thrust downward, if you will. He, he kind of broke her fall while screaming to Carrie McQuiston's boyfriend, who she recently left her husband for. Apparently, they were uh, betrothed, if you will. You know, love can spring anew, if you will. And Carrie McQuiston's boyfriend, Solomon Yu, actually stopped her from taking another round at assaulting the poor woman, who then later ended up in the emergency room. Fortunately, her surgical hip was still intact. However, she had been diagnosed with a first-degree hip sprain, which if you've never sprained your hip, it's extremely painful. Congratulations! It just goes to show that Katie Hobbs down in Arizona, who is the Secretary of State, who's overseeing... Her own election as governor against Carrie Lake and refusing to recuse herself while threatening any county that might dare delay certification for fear that she didn't run the election very well as lawsuits mount in Maricopa County. You see, Katie Hobbs is losing her ever-loving mind and the more that these weak, thin-skinned, tyrant-type, woke-esque people are pressed with the truth the more they lose their emotional fortitude. And yes, I'm here to say that even in the Republican Party, we have folks like Miss Carrie McQuiston who lack emotional control. It is time, good fight, that we take over power of our own party. I want to thank Battleground Oregon. It's battlegroundoregon.org. If you haven't had a chance to give, the goal is to have a thousand small donors in support of the Battleground Oregon lawsuit. Now, Battleground Oregon sponsors this show and they also support yours truly. And I want to say that the lawsuit continues to grow. We've had dozens of declarations just over the Thanksgiving weekend. And if that doesn't tell you of the excitement, I mean, most people take Thanksgiving off, but not here in Oregon. The fight is too important. 
And the lawsuit continues to gain plaintiffs and gain support and steam and donors. And remember, it's the small donor we're most interested in. If you can only give a dollar, give a dollar and put your name in the hat and be a supporter of the great Oregon election integrity federal lawsuit that is now a class action suit and continues to, shall we say, put a thorn in the side of the woke left by making great sense and reason. It is Battleground, Oregon, that recently got several counties to concede that not only can they print ballots on demand, but that they lacked a chain of custody to record how many ballots they might print. Yes, I don't know. I don't know if that might cause, I don't know, a person here in Oregon with mail-in balloting to think, did my ballot even get counted? Because I asked Lane County this. I said, hey, Lane County, guy's name was Drew. I go, great. So my ballot gets out of the envelope that I sign. He says, yep. And once we verify your signature, and only once it's verified, do we open your envelope. Oh, I'm so excited. So they take my envelope out. They put a ballot in, and he says after that, they don't know what happens to the ballot. Now, I don't know why he would say something like that. I mean, I mean, you'd think there'd be a chain of custody that would say, well, you know, Mark, your ballot is in this batch number, and we know it was counted because it matches the envelopes, and we can cross-reference the order of ballots to the envelope. But this guy said that's not the case. And so what I said to him was, well, how do I know you counted my ballot then? And he, he had to concede that they don't know. And then I said, what if a bad actor decided to, I don't know, come in on a, maybe a late night, maybe a few days prior to the election and, you know, print off a thousand blank ballots and fill them out and then take my noble, shall we say, well-reasoned, conservative Republican ballot filled out supporting candidates that have things called brains that are able to use decisions fueled by woke bane and common sense. How do I know that my ballot just isn't switched out for one of these fake ones? I mean, who's to know? Who's to know? Well, here it is. In Oregon, unlike Florida, there is no way to know. You see, this is why we're in this fight together. So if you're thinking about moving out of your state, Arizonans, Nevadaans, or Oregonians, or Washingtonians, or Californians, if you're conservative, I'm here to tell you, order up your Woke Bane coffee mug, take a daily dose of that sweet mind-stealing elixir, and stand good Americans and fight. Oregon is worth saving. Arizona's worth saving. I can't go that far from California, but by God, I'm going to go there for Nevada and Washington. And with that, good fight. I am going to close. Remember, our president, Joe Biden, is seeking to make morons great again. And he, the chief moron, is leading the way and doing a beautiful job at it. Okay, until next time, God bless. I am your host, Mark Thielman. That's Mark with a C. C stands for conservative. Until next time. Can we set aside our differences? Can we set each other free? Pursue our lives in happiness Explore our liberty A life of grace, peace and mercy Where truth and beauty are held dear We have a common enemy Spirits of hate and fear